Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, buddy. You forgot your change. Makes the world go around. Who's that? An ML Solar Detroit. Some people say love. Yeah, they're right, too. It is love. ML Solar Detroit. Cut him off. I would say it's his road game. Nobody gets the goods like you. ML. Well, anybody can get the goods. The hard part's getting away. Plan a good enough getaway, you could steal Tiger Stadium. Tiger Stadium is gone. What did I tell you? You answered a rocket. The truck right in my face. It's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, MLB. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay. You want to go right now? Hey, kids. It's your old pal, ML Elric. And yes, Tiger Stadium is gone, but we are back. Except for Sean, and we'll tell you about that <laughs> in a few minutes. But we have a terrific show lined up for you today. We hope you had a great 4th of July. Last Saturday was my annual yard beer party. Um, Derek Kever is not a guest this week because up until 8 o'clock, there was 0% chance of rain. That was in all the forecasts. And at 8.30, uh, there not only was a rain, there was a biblical rain. And then somebody told me, uh, all the models say it's going to stop by 9.45. I said, I don't believe that shit. And one minute That's later, thinking. it was 9.44, the rain stopped oh. magically. So it was, it was pretty... Pretty incredible. We had a great turnout. Uh, a lot of friends there, some friends of the show, some people we know from here and there. A couple of probably just total derelicts snuck in on us. And then um, and then we went through, just yesterday, I returned 466 cans and bottles. So I oh guess... What a bunch of drunks. I guess people stuck out the rain after all. So, uh, so it was big 4th of July weekend and holiday, but we are back and it's great to be here. We are getting back into the summer with a special guest, the pride of Riverview, Mr. Derek St. Holmes got his first guitar on his 11th birthday and he started a band that really should have been the name of this show, Organized Confusion. <laughs> so I, I think we're going we're gonna to mesh <laughs> very well with Derek. You know him from his solo work. You also know him from playing with Ted Nugent. And for those of us New Wave fans, he did a little collaboration with Benjamin Orr of the Cars. So we've got a lot to talk about, and it is all brought to you by David Hall and Hall Financial, Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth Strategies, and the Cadu Cafe, the pride of the east side, where you're going to see Derek playing on Thursday, if you can get in. It's a birthday party for Rodriguez, also known as Sugarman, 
It's sold out, so if you don't have tickets, do not show up. But you will not be deprived of Derek's talents this week because he's playing at the Token Lounge in Hamtramck on Friday, and there are tickets available for that gig, so we highly recommend you go. And uh, barring some sort of catastrophe or another flood, I plan to be there, so I think it's going to be a great show and a great opportunity for you to buy me a shot. (laughs) God, it's all about keeping you you're america's guest i just need to be well hydrated and not with from, a shot, huh? not from the skies from uh, <laughs> something a little more terrestrial so uh so mark how, how was your holiday it was great we should get to Derek. oh <laughs> my holiday was fine i went up north just like every other Michigan i mean i wasn't here, running right? a nursery here before the show so i know i know it's all I know, business i know now, my kids my kids were here so i was running a little late but they're gone now they're out of the way and, no and more distractions a new episode of the charlotte dad podcast to drop at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say very soon. Yeah, I thought it was ta- babysit your kids at work day. That's okay. We, we like to bring our kids to work. It's and then, just... Uh, and then you scared the crap out of me because you came in the side door and I'd gone outside and then I came in. You're hiding in the corner and you go, what's going on? I Literally, I jumped. I, I'm probably the highest you've ever seen me jump. And it's very dark. If you're watching yeah. us on YouTube and Facebook, you can see we're not terribly well lit this week. It's kind of coming together at the last minute. And I'm wearing a black shirt, so I'm very, uh, very stealthy. But um, but we are oh I think I think we have another special guest oh. is that Lila yeah, hey Lila's there we go here, no. okay but uh, but Derek is our special guest and Derek we oh don't it's don't falling, mind the dog she she heard something about cat scratch fever and she came running down here but uh, <laughs> we told her it's just a song so Derek how are you you're in uh, you're in Nashville I understand actually <clears throat> I just arrived in Nashville yeah um, and I was uh, I was I was starting to get bored I was going to hang out. <laughs> it's uh maybe we should have called it or- organized ennui or or organized tranquilizer or something right, so, like that, so. so yes in in nashville getting ready to come up there shoot i'm i'm flying up there tomorrow i'm excited coming back home do you live in nashville now or are you still based in michigan no i live in nashville and um but coming up there tomorrow to do five shows in four days. Damn! Why? Well, I, I, I know five you, shows in four days. What's the math on that? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, you got I a kids' matinee. A, yeah. Well, no, I think it's uh, that uh, the cashew is. Uh, I've got a gig in front of it, and then I got to run all the way across town and get to um, get over there and, and do the Rodriguez thing, and. Um, but I'm excited to, I, I'm going to see my old buddy, Jim McCarty. That's going to be fun. And wh- where is the gig uh, during the day on Thursday? Or earlier, I guess I should say. Go ahead. Oh, it's a military veterans um, benefit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jared, do you ever say no? I mean, I mean, that's a yeah. great, that's a great event, but man, you're always uh, doing shows with, with these people, those um, people here and there. Do you, you ever say no? I never say no. Uh, at, at, I, I mean, at 70, I've had a really good life. I'm having a lot of fun. I, it's time to give back every day. And I love doing these things with these, with, uh, you know, first responders and police officers and, uh, military, I'm all about it, man. That's that's how we should all be and how we should all give back and thank them for their service. So that's me. Yeah, it's hard to say no to that. 
But when you when you come when you come back to Michigan, yeah, yeah. do people come out of the woodwork like, "Hey, remember me from uh, fifty years ago? Can uh, can we hang out?" Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've already gotten a couple of texts. Hey, hey man, we're coming. Um, you know, you remember me? I'm I'm gonna be there. Can you get me in? <laughs> and 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 I, I'm sure I'm sure that's maybe where you say no. <laughs> I go click. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or ghost them. No, uh, they're actually you know buddies from back sure. when neighborhood when you were kids. I'll I'll get them and it's all good, no big deal. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How many of those folks that you started off playing with here in Michigan are still involved in the music industry? I mean, do they do they carry on in another direction, or are you the one guy who kind of broke out and, and built a career? I think um, I'm one of maybe four. It's crazy, man. You know, I mean, when you go back to, I grew up in Riverview, Michigan. You go back there and you look on, on a list, who got out and who did what? I'd be surprised. We're having some I'll trouble with the you. with the bag phone, Derek. We got. <laughs> have you got an iPhone handy or even a, like a six or something? Get the part where I was saying how great I was, or yeah, that's, now, all, that's all you talk about. It's crazy. Well, right when we said, did anybody else make it out? Your phone started to break up, so I don't know whether you're just jealous of those oh. other guys or whether it's a cell phone connection. And I thought I heard you slip in there, Melvin Dale sucks somewhere. <laughs> that may just yeah, be a rivalry I thing. A I don't know. People got out, but I, I mean, if you if you think of how many rock and roll singers came out of Detroit, you know, out of Michigan and Detroit, it's probably. You count them on one hand, and I think I'm one of them. Well, I never think of Riverview as like a hotbed of entertainment or, a, you know, like a rock and roll mecca. <laughs> what was it about? I don't think it was a rock and roll mecca, no. But, but so who turned you on to performing? Mecca. Yeah, it's like Hamtramck. That's not a rock and roll mecca either, but you want to get out. You want to keep moving. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a lot of places to play in Hamtramck. I mean, for years that was kind of the live music um, uh, hotspot. It's it's cooled off a little bit, but yeah. Token's still doing well. New Dodge Lounge, Smalls is a newer place. Uh, I don't know if you hit any of those spots, but but you know you can still catch some live. And then Kelly's Bar. There's lots of places that have live music on a very small scale. But you went from kind of Nowheresville to some pretty pretty heavy hitting gigs and you know at 70 you sound like you still got a lot of gas 
I saw Ted Nugent play the national yeah. anthem for Donald Trump in Novi a couple weeks ago. And that guy yeah. is, he's timeless, man. I, I don't know if you got that kind of uh, Motor City madman energy, but sounds like you're going to need it with five gigs in four days. Yeah, no, no, no. I, um, that's funny. Somebody just sent me a, a list of his tour. <laughs> he's playing every day. And I, mm. I think, you know, this one thing we did learn in the Ted Nugent band that you, you just keep going. You can play every day. You know, some bands will do... They'll do one show and take three days off. And that's crazy. I mean, why not just keep hitting it and, you know, get through the tour? And But, yeah, I'm a little bit more like Ted when it comes to all that stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm like Ted Nugent music without the politics. Yeah, I was reading, um, you, you've given <laughs> interviews lately, and it's interesting because you said you think his politics, unfortunately, might tarnish his legacy. Um, do you, you don't think people can separate Ted's music from his politics? Cause I, I love his music. I'm don't, I'm not locked up with him in politics. I would hope they could. Um, there's been many instances where some people can't and some promoters can't. And, um, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, truly we should have been in the rock and roll hall of fame, oh, yeah. you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, but, um, they keep holding out. And it's funny because, you know, I, I, I keep finding out people like Rick Emmett from Triumph and, and Slash and all these people say to me, man, Derek, we used to listen to you guys when we were in junior high. And that's why we play this, this way. That's why I sing this way. And I'm thinking, we changed rock and roll history. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, sh we should have been already in that bad boy. But the, I think because of the politics they hold us out but who knows maybe we'll win sooner or later well with the politics you know people know ted i think as much for that now as anything else and i think kid rock is starting to head down that road but when you guys are on a bus yeah. and you're going from place to place how many passionate political discussions broke out in between gigs you mean recently or when we were coming up? No, just when, just when you guys were, you know, barnstorming. I mean, was, was politics part of it? It's just like, we don't talk about politics. We, we play the Never. gig. We meet some chicks. We, no. you know, play, go to the next spot. <laughs> yeah, we never talked about politics ever, ever. And it's interesting because I, I went back, oh, I think about a month ago, I went back and I put on the Double Live Donzo record I, because everybody always says, man, that's my favorite live album. That's my favorite live album. So I went back and I put it on and I just started listening to, you know, the rhetoric and the, the, the crowd noise. And I'm thinking, yeah, we don't, if we just went back to doing that again, I think it'd be wild. Um, but, you know... Times change, people change, they get older, things change. But um, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just like the music. I, I am super proud of our Ted Nugent music. And I like to play it in the correct form that it was recorded. You'll never hear me drop it down a half step or a full step. I can still sing all that stuff the same. Wow. I still get up there and I'm excited about playing it and like I'm 25 years old. It's crazy. And your voice your voice holds up. I mean that that that's that's the I mean, it's a lot different when you're singing yeah. as opposed oh, to yeah. playing. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, look at McCartney. Yeah. McCartney yeah. keeps touring and touring. His voice is not what it used to be. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, an, it's a weird game to play <laughs> because, yeah, a guitarist can play every night almost, but vocally, it's, it's a lot harder, too, I would think. Yeah, vocally, vocally you have to keep um, in shape. You just have to take care of, care of yourself. People always go, man, Derek, do you, do you um, do scales and stuff before <laughs> you play? Do you work your... I go, no, I just... I think about it, you know, and I'm constantly thinking pitch. I'm constantly thinking where, you know, what what key the song was in, sing it exactly like the record, and that's kind of what I do before I step out there. But I'm not... And again, every time I play one of those songs, it's like I'm 20 again, and I'm having just as much fun doing it right now as I did when we when we're out there as youngsters. Man, I, it's it's a it jazzes me up. I love it. Now, do that's interesting. You said you went back and listened to um, Double Live Gonzo again. Uh, do you? I mean, do you listen to it with just a critical ear, like, oh, I wish I would have done that, or do you actually get to enjoy it, like, oh, I remember where I was when that happened, and do you feel the same way about a studio album? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally enjoyed it. I mean, um, and it's been, gosh, I, you know, uh, a complete revelation going back and listening to it all and just going, oh, my gosh, no wonder we got so big so fast because we were great. I mean, everything was cool on that. But, you know, we were also a lot of it flying on the seat of our pants with, with energy flowing through our veins and, and energy coming back from the crowd. I mean, we were doing things that you might not humanly do without that kind of crowd response and, and come, you know, energy coming back to you. you know, it's, it's wild, man. Um, Somebody asked me the other day, was, um, what was it like playing California Jam 2 with 350,000 people? It was a, a trip. I mean, it was so far, you couldn't see the end of it. And it was just surreal, man. But, um, yeah, it's been a great life, fellas. It's been a great life, and it, it still keeps going on. I can't wait to get up there, and I can't wait to, um, you know, play for the vets i can't wait to play at the toka i just love to play so one of our facebook watchers uh mary justine says you know uh derek's not playing with ted anymore is he do, do you ever play with them i mean are you guys still uh yeah. I, at some point there was a breakup i don't know what happened there but what kind of terms are you on oh gosh i mean at some point there was a breakup i would say that was 1978 <laughs> right um, that is water to the bridge. I mean, Ted and I are best buds. He's like my older brother. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be at the table. So, uh, you know, I, I owe him a lot. And if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have got famous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to remind him of that. But, but I'm just, well, we have a lot of fun together. If I always tell everybody, and, it, and this is pretty much the truth, if you don't see me out there it's strictly because Ted wanted to do a three-piece, and he wanted to take the money. He didn't want to share any money from the tour. It's usually about money. Um, do we love each other? Yes. Do we love to play with each other? Yes. Have we in created some incredible music together? Yes. Do we play together sometimes? Yes. And when we do, the magic is still there. It's crazy good. Um, it's been oh, a couple months, but you know, a hurricane hit 
Fort Myers and tore up that old side of Florida, and they put together a fundraiser. And I happened to be there. Ted happened to be there. He said, Derek, you got to get up, man. you got to get up with me. And I go, all right, I'll, I'll get up there. So we get up, and we do like five songs with a bass player and drummer from Nashville who had charts in front of him who knew the song is Dead to Rights. We sounded freaking amazing. We sounded like we're 27 years old. It was crazy good. So we do it every once in a while. I know he's doing a farewell tour. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm booked so much now. I don't think I'm going to even get a chance to see him on, on any of that. But gosh, I wish him all the luck in the world. And I, I'm not sure why he wants to retire. That's crazy talk. Yeah, everybody who has a farewell tour. I mean, I went to the Who's farewell tour in 1982, and they were just here earlier this year. So I, I don't know about these things being really the, this, the last round. Do you think it's the first of seven farewell tours? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or Elton John, who had an eight year <laughs> farewell tour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, if you judge it by, by Kiss. Yeah, no, they can have a they can have a makeup farewell tour, they can have a no makeup farewell tour, you know, they they got different different incarnations. So when it's crazy over your career you've played with a lot of different people. What were some of the what were some of the funnest collaborations you did and, and how did you find partners where you're like, you know what, I think I think we got some rhythm, this could work out. You know, I have had a chance to play with people like Brad Whitford from Aerosmith, um, My- Michael Schenker from the Scorpions, um, Benjamin Orr from the Cars. And I know we talked about Benjamin Orr um, a little bit ago. What's interesting is that we thought, gosh, um, in 1999, we came up with an idea. Let's put together four or five singers and each guy sing four or five of their hits. And call it a classic rock, you know, cl- voices a classic rock thing. So when we put it together, um, it was myself, Jeff Carlisi from 38 Special, Benjamin Orr from The Cars, Pat Travers from Pat Travers, and um, Liberty DeVito from Billy Joel. So we put this thing together, and nobody knows how to sell it. I mean, the band was incredible. We do have video of it. We do have... Um, live recordings, but nobody knew how to sell it. So we were kind of ahead ahead of our time a little bit on that. But I will say this, getting a chance to work with Benjamin Orr was so special because Benjamin was such a nice, such a nice person. And what an incredible musician, what an incredible singer. The minute he opened up his mouth <laughs> and started singing, I would almost stop playing on stage and stand and stare at him. I couldn't believe I was standing next to him. And um, I remember calling him. Everybody said, well, who are we going to get to play bass in this band? And somebody said, what about Benjamin Orr? And I said, wow, yeah, he'd be great. And they go, well, you call him. I go, me? I don't, I don't even know him. So, yeah, but you call him. So I, I got the number. I call him up, dead cold. He answers the phone. I go, I said, Ben, this is Derek St. Holmes from Ted Nugent. And he just starts laughing. And he's laughing. And, he's, and, and I'm, I'm starting to scratch my head and go, well, is he laughing for what reason? I'm not sure. Yeah. And I said, Ben, what, what exactly is so funny? He goes, I can't believe 
Derek St. Holmes from Ted Nugent is calling me. Oh, wow. To ask if I want to be, to be in a band with him. And I said, oh, my God, are you kidding me? I'm a huge fan. And he goes, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. So it was just, you know, mutual ad- admiration society instantly. And, um, gosh, he was just so good. Uh, he made you rise to the occasion. He made you want to be the best you could be every time you put on your guitar and stood in front of a microphone. So, he, yeah, he, man. He always amazed was, me, too, because he, real deal. he would, it, oh, seemingly to, at least to me, would take a back seat to Rick in the cars, even though his vocals are some of the bigger songs, like Just What I Needed and um, uh, Drive. I think yeah. he's Drive is him. And so what was it like working with him? And you're in, a right. soup, you're in a super group with Benjamin Orr. I got to imagine making that set list, there were some good arguments of like, no, and I'm sure Pat yeah. always wanted uh, boom, boom, out go the lights. And it's how do you craft a set yeah. list in a super group? Oh gosh, it, it was um, it was pretty easy. But um, you know, it was yeah. fun about Ben and I. You know, we're both from the Midwest. He's mm-hmm. from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I'm from Detroit. We both were in bands where everybody thought our vocal was somebody else's. You know, like <laughs> everybody thinks my voice is Ted's, yep. and everybody thought his voice was Rick's. And we laughed about that almost every day. And um, he said, I, I do know what that felt like, Derek. I, I know what, it, what that's like. And I said, me too, Ben. I, it's just crazy, you know. I mean, but you stand there and you, you stand on stage, you open up your mouth, all of a sudden everybody starts looking at you and going, holy crap, I didn't, didn't know it was him. I remember we, we did Madison Square Gardens, and it's the first time we headlined it. And we walk out there, we start playing just what the doctor ordered. All the lights are on Ted. All of a sudden, the vocal comes up. I step up to the mic. One spotlight on me and all, all seven of the other ones on Ted. <laughs> and I start singing. The whole audience turns their head towards me with a look of Who's this disbelief. Guy? <laughs> they just went, what? <laughs> and I thought, why well, you, you... Nobody knew because back then... They told the publicist and everybody, you know, just concentrate on Ted and blah, 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 blah. But isn't that crazy? I mean, That's as a nuts. kid, I looked at that and went, holy crap, nobody even knows. It's me, you know? So, do, do you re- kind of back then, it, 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 yeah, it's weird. I was going to say, do you regret that or, you know, it worked, so, yeah, it's, it is what it is? Oh, I don't, you know, um, it is what it is, right? Yeah. It is what it is, and I'm. I think I regretted it maybe back then, that moment that it happened. Thinking, I went through all this work in the studio to record all these songs and sing them the best I could possibly sing them, and be try to be one of the the coolest people coming out of Michigan mm. ever in the world to hold up the Michigan flag and go, "Hey, we we rock this world," and nobody knew it was me. So that was a little um, disheartening, just a little bit. But then once um, you, know, you get past that and you just know that the music is, what, even to this day, when I play those songs or I play Cat Scratch, which he sings, but I, I, I sang it in the studio one time. And I, I could have sang it, but he wanted to. So, but Stranglehold, Cat Scratch, Hey Baby, all these songs, when you play them and you see these people get joy, and they go right back to where they were when that song came out. That is, that's the payoff right there, man. I mean, when people come up to me and go, oh, man, Derek, 
when that song started, oh, my God, it was incredible. You took me right back. That's the line I've been hearing a lot over the last uh, year. You took me right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wanted to go back to Benjamin Orr because, you know, you guys start this super group and he gets sick yeah. with, with, with cancer. And I know you were, you were with him when he passed. Um, but he's, he still, yeah. he still toured, uh, after being hospitalized and, and I forget what kind of cancer it was, but you guys still toured. What was, what was, what was his energy like and, and mentality? I would think that would just drag anybody down. Yeah, it was pancreatic cancer. Um, he said, fellas, he said, I want to, I want to play as long as I, as I can. And we said, well, you got it. I mean, it was even to the point where we'd help him out on stage a couple of the nights. He'd, he'd still sing and perform the same way. And uh, that was his, his wishes. And, and at the end of his, you know, just at the end of his life, he did look at all of us and he said, I want you guys to keep going. I want you guys to keep going. We said, yeah, we don't know. You know, we didn't know if we could even do that without him. But um, we said, we'll try, you know, we'll, we'll, um, you know, honor your wishes and we'll try. But that thing was special, man. Every day we were in it, we knew it was special. And um, I I don't know, maybe one day somebody will, we've got a lot of footage. Maybe one day we'll, we'll do like a little documentary. That'd be fun. I was going to say, I'd I'd love to just hear it. I mean, where somebody should have recorded those live shows. It's got to be somewhere. We have them. Okay. Get them out there. I have about four DVDs. Yeah. Yeah, you can find a couple songs on YouTube live. I know what I'm I'm Um, doing after the show. I think it was even, I think they called it Ichiku Park. Okay. Oh. But now it's called Bonnaroo. Yeah. Okay. What, so, yeah, so. yeah, you could find it there. Um, and the band was called Big People. Yep. And what was funny, you know, we we really couldn't come up with a name, so um, we're sit, all all of us sitting around a table. Pat <laughs> Travers goes, you know what? All my kids are little at home. He said, by the end of the week, I just want to go and be able to talk to big people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great name, and because it's a you know and, a super group, it works said, even you better. Know what? Uh, so we said. Shoot, Pat, that sounds great. Let's use that. So, uh, yeah, it was it was funny, funny stuff. But it was great. We had a good time with all that. But um, yeah, man, I've been real lucky. Been real lucky. Um, but I will say this: growing up in Detroit, you learn to bring the fire, and um, that's uh, I am so proud of being from Detroit and raised in Detroit. We play music a little bit differently than everybody else around the world does. We hit it a little harder, and I think you guys know what I'm saying. And uh, it's, you know, every gig is like a football team. You want to go out there and you want to beat whoever it is, and that's the, that's been instilled in me ever since I was, gosh, nine years old. So hmm. we hit it hard, baby. 
Derek, are any of the places that you played coming up still around? Um, Besides Pine Knob. Not a whole lot of them. Not a whole lot of them. Um, I can't even... I can't think of one. Okay. Well, Riverview High School. I mean, I'm sure you played a dance there. I think Riverview High School is probably still there, but... The, <laughs> but as the Ted Nugent fans, no, yeah. we didn't play there. <laughs> we, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I was talking to somebody. Know, uh, just recently, somebody was telling me being in a band must be the best thing in the world because these guys, even the, the you know the super successful ones who have all the money and can do anything they would ever want to do, still just want to be in a band. What's it like to be <laughs> yeah. up there, and what is it? You know, I, I presume you're not doing this because you got to keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> I do it because my wife makes me. No. <laughs> Don't we all? Yes. Yeah, we got. We have, We all have big lights that we want to keep on, but um, no, I. I. Uh, I don't know. I just. Um, I don't know, man. I just love it. I just love it. it, it w- was it cool to be in a rock band? Yes. Um, is it everything you think it was? Yes. Um, sometimes you even stand on stage and you look out into the crowd and it is so unreal. Um, it's hard to explain it, but yeah, is it a high? Absolutely, it's a high. It's one of the biggest highs. And once you get used to, you know, playing all these stadiums, um, you know, you, you get a high off that. And some artists are good to go back to their roots. Some are not. I, I love to go back to my roots. I mean, I, I used to play, <clears throat> excuse me. I used to play this little place called the painted pony. And it was just like, just a little dive bar out on telegraph. And, um, would I like to go back there and play it again? Sure. I love that closeness you know and that's uh, that's one thing i really love about the token man people are right up next to you and it's very much like it was when we started and i love all that um you know some people say oh i love to do theaters hmm. well i do theaters too but theaters are you know, sell out a stadium anymore <laughs> and that's okay <clears throat> but you can always go back to the club level and stand in front of those people and rock them just like it did coming up. But like, where are you two guys originally from in Michigan? Uh, Ann Arbor. I grew up in Gross Point Park. Okay. And the Painted Pony is now Mr. Miguel's uh, Mexican food. So if you want to go back and play, I'm sure they'll have you. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it right now down in yeah. Te- Telegraph in Brownstown. <laughs> now they're painting the porcelain. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! Funny. So you guys know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are Michigan. You got get it. You know. Oh yeah. Um, it's fun. It's fun to bump. It's fun to bump into um, Alice Cooper every once in a while because Alice is, is a Detroit boy, man. Through yeah, he through. hasn't aged a day. He is. Senior. Oh, he's, he's. I just did a, a fundraiser for um, St. Jude's with him, and have done for the last three years. He's incredible, mm-hmm. and when you're when it's just you and him, just one on one, 
he's awesome. I mean, he's just a nor- normal guy. Super it's nice. So cool, and he's super it, nice. So nice. Funny. Um, but yeah, but you know, it's what they say about us Michiganders. We're just good, nice people. Yeah, yeah. I was driving up north a couple weeks ago, and he does a radio show. Yeah. And when you listen to him, he's just like any other goofball you'd hear on some low watt radio station setting up songs. I mean, it's like. This is Alice Cooper doesn't have something better to do than this. I know he loves golf, and it's like he just he loves it, man. He yeah. loves the music. He loves know, talking he about loves it. it. He loves hearing it. I mean, that's really that's yeah. that's special. And I wonder if if you weren't doing this, Derek, what would you have done for your career? For my career, huh. I mean, that how would you have kept the lights question. on? I I don't know. I might have moved out to uh, Wyoming and worked with. Uh, horses on a ranch maybe i was i'm always kind of an outdoor kind of guy but um that's kind of how ted and i kind of we we bonded a little bit more than just playing guitar because ted's an outdoorsman you know he loves the hunting and all that kind of stuff i'm much more i grew up with horses so it's fun for me to be out in in my next life i think i'll be a cowboy (laughs) <laughs> okay well that's that's not bad i think i think cowboys are coming back uh derek you're going to be at the token on friday um we, we have a, a listener saying where can people find some of your your original work some of your solo stuff uh where is there sort of a one-stop shop for derek st holmes not really, not right now. Some of the stuff, you know, is uh, uh, is on Facebook, but mostly, you know, just YouTube. The good thing about YouTube is, that, you know, if you go to YouTube and or or go to any of the, you know, uh, musical platforms, we we get paid on it anyway. So if you do find it anywhere and you go buy it, it's it's all good. Thanks to uh, Astra. Yeah, <laughs> but. I, you know, it's funny because I'm a big YouTube surfer for everything. Like, if I wanted to go find out more about Ben, I get on YouTube and I check it out just like everybody else, you know. Yeah, There's no. a lot of new cats coming up that I just want to check them out, and I go on. Um, who was it? I didn't know anything about um, this guy, Jelly Roll. I oh, went yeah. on YouTube, checked him out. And that's how you learn. It's just wild. Yeah, wild, no. wild, I tell you. It's, uh, you can get lost in there. Detroit right now? What's that? Are there any good rockers coming out? Uh, good. Are there any good rockers coming out of Detroit right now? Uh, I mean, everyone likes to point to Greta Van Fleet. Um, They're really more technically like Genesee County, right? Yeah, like yeah. Flint area. Yeah, Frankenmuth, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say not Flint, but maybe maybe Davison or Grand I, I, I don't know, Derek. That begs the question: Does uh, people aren't playing rock music as much anymore because you can make beats on your computer and just uh, speak into it, and that can be a song? I know. Does that does that drive I you know. a little nuts? I, yeah, the um, me too. It's a whole different kind of musical experience now. It's wild. Well, there's nothing like uh, live music, and I think that's why you know uh, people like going to see you and going to see you know Nugent and, yeah. and these these guys that yeah. you know are up in age, but because they take you back to that day when live music was really just kicking ass. Yeah, and I got to tell you, we're not going to let you down because I feel the same way. When I play live, man, I'm uh, I'm going to hit it just the same way I always did, and I want you to walk away going, "Wow!" Yeah. And I mean, 
that's that's uh, that's the whole thing for me. So, um, you know, anybody comes out for any of these shows coming out, especially Token, we're going to slay that deal. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I leave it all laying on the stage there when I leave. Well, we appreciate it, Derek. Hopefully, I I'm, I think I'll see you Thursday. Hope to see you on Friday. If you want to keep up with Derek, he does have a Facebook page, Derek St. Holmes. He's also on Twitter. And we'll put some links on our website. Derek, we really appreciate it. We look forward to welcoming you home later this week. And uh, I don't have to tell you to give a good show because I know you will. So we'll just soak it all up. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. It's, just been, a, it's been a blast. And uh, I'll see you when I get up there. I'll, get, I'll come find you. We'll be the ones holding up the lighters. <laughs> yeah, biggest out. Well, no, no, it's you hold up your cell phone now with the lighter app on it, right? I mean, some crazy yeah. shit like that. But uh, you know, Derek's talking about not getting credit for being the front man on something, and I think you, you know I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. But "Have a Cigar," which is a great Pink Floyd song, everybody thinks Roger Waters sang it. Yeah, it's a guy named Roy Harper. He was like an Irish folk singer who happened to be at Abbey Road. And they said, we can't quite get the vocals right. Can you, you know, you want to give it a try, Roy? So he does it. And David Gilmore's like, yeah, I'm not giving it the attitude it needs. Uh, you know, Roger doesn't quite have the pipes. He's not hitting the notes right. Roy Harper goes in there. And if you ever watch an interview with me, he's like, that son of a bitch, you know, <laughs> Roger Waters. Everybody thinks it's, it's, no, it's me. It's Roy Harper. It's like, Roy who? But, uh. <laughs> But, you know, when somebody really hammers it, man, they, they own that song. And so when you are when you are watching Ted or anybody else on YouTube, take a look at who's singing those songs. Uh, one, of our, one of our Facebook followers, Michael, says, uh, Ted couldn't sing. Derek sang the shit out of Hey Baby. <laughs> and uh, Mary Justine, who's looking up, says, Frame 42 is great, original music. So Derek getting a lot of love here back home, and uh, we'll see him. Well, on the east side, we'll see him in Hampton. All right, thank you, fellas. Thanks, Derek. I appreciate it, man. It was, it was great. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye. And his phone started to come into uh, into range too. That's that's good. But, what, what can you do? But yeah, no, I think um, I think uh, I think I'm going to try and make that that Friday show at the I, Token. I I, I I don't know. If I have been to the token, it's been far oh, too God, long. Oh, God, it's been forever since so. I've been to the token lounge. I think Mr. Methane was the last time I was at the token lounge when he yeah, hopefully performed they've, it. Hopefully they've, they've got ventilation systems since that, that's really That's really kind of crazy what he said about um, about Nugent, right? And this this idea that his politics are, are hurting his legacy, which, you know, musicians can almost get away with anything. And the first person I think people would think of is Michael Jackson, right? I mean, he's a pedophile. Yeah. Did that ruin his musical legacy? You know, the I mean, James Brown, has that ruined the stuff he's done? Has that ruined his musical legacy? Is it simply because it's politics and we're in the here and now? That's, that's, I think that's a little ridiculous. James Brown might not have gotten away with uh, as much today as he did 20, 30 years ago. I mean, sure. uh, the oh, whole- R. Kelly. How about R. Kelly? I mean, people still love his music. But he got away with that for 20 years. There, yeah. the, uh, there was a reporter in Chicago, I think at the Sun-Times, maybe Jim, Jim DeRogatis, mm-hmm. yeah, who broke that story and almost got run out of town because R. Kelly was yeah. a local guy. Um, and I think the only time he left Chicago was to marry a 15-year-old Detroit girl. So, you know, I mean, a real champion. 
But people went after him. They went after him because you're going after an icon. They went after him because you're a white guy going after a black guy. He took all kinds of flack. I, and I, R. Kelly kept the wolves at bay for about 20 years, but finally it came. So I do think things have, have changed. I but, know, but Ted just has an opinion. <laughs> it's just one that doesn't seem to fit with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, so get the bell ready. Um, when, <laughs> when, when my agent was shopping around my Kwame Kilpatrick book proposal, yeah, one of the things we did was we put in a list of people who I knew who might be interested in talking about the book if we sold it. Different people in the media, and obviously I worked for Fox Two at the time, so there are a lot of Fox connections. And he's like, "Can we take some of those off?" I'm like. Top top rated cable network. Why wouldn't we want to suggest that we might be able to talk about this book on Fox? And he said, because the publishing industry is very liberal. And when they see a lot of Fox things on there, they're going to say, ugh. And there are a lot of editors out there who would rather publish books that they agree with and that they like as opposed to books that might necessarily sell really well. And I think when you get into entertainment, you do run into a lot of stuff where um, people's own personal views color their of course they do judgment. That's and, ridiculous. That's just wrong. Yeah, and and think about who are who are some of the really big conservative actors out there like James Woods, Kevin uh, Costner. Yeah, and James Woods is taking John a ton Boyd. of shit for it now. He gets a little oh. crazy, but I think Kevin Costner on a regular basis will get in front of issues, but he's not. You know, he's. It, they keep it low key. I think the conservatives know that if you get your politics too far in front of you, the gigs may not come as sure. steady as you. That's would the reality. Like. That's just it's just wrong, though. I mean, the music's the music. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, and of course, you guys talk about this on Drew and Mike all the time, and I agree with it one hundred percent. It is not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is the Pop Music sure. Hall of Fame. But yeah, you're putting people in there because of. Their music. Dolly Parton is not getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she has a program that gives free books to kindergartners. She's getting in there because she is one of the iconic uh, hit makers of country music and pop and crossover and, you know, a little bit of acting and everything. It's just, you know, yeah, to me... I don't mind Pete Rose being kept out of the Hall of Fame because he's an asshole. It's really because he's an <laughs> asshole who gambled on baseball is why he's being kept out. But, yeah, however he, he votes. Be, he should be in the Hall of Fame, though. Come on. Anybody, hey, you're right. He's an asshole. Anybody who saw his jockey underwear commercials in the 70s, that's enough to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Well, once again, Michael Jackson is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. so Yeah. No, he's, uh, they just don't let him hang out in the crying room. Or they play the crying game. Um, let's talk a little bit about some people who have made all this possible. Why don't we start with David Hall, who uh, interest rates kind of getting funky, but maybe they're going down, maybe they're coming up. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Almost nobody does. But I do know if you want to try and make one of your best deals, you should give Hall, Call Hall. Yeah, 866-CALL-HALL or callhallfirst.com. Honestly, all you can do is get the five-minute mortgage review, See, can they save you money somewhere? Can they consolidate loans? Um, can I take equity out and pay off these other high interest debts or make home improvements? They can do a lot of stuff for you, but you got to ask. 866-CALL-HALL, um, callhallfirst.com. And if you're thinking about buying a home, get the five-star certified pre-approval because then when you find that house, pretty simple, have it done in no time. Another way to make money with our good buddy, Luke Nowacki. He is an investor. He's a fiduciary. 
So he's going to do what's best for you and help you reach your financial goals. And he provides a free consultation as well. So you got to start now. There's no sense in waiting. Nobody can ever time the market, as ML was kind of alluding to. So give Luke Nowacki a call, 248 663 4748. Um, see, you know, what, what can he do for you? Where are my plans? And it, how much money do I want to make in the future? Yeah, and all you fools trying to time the market, that is not the way to make money. The way to make the money you Let's need get for now. your retirement <laughs> is to have a plan. And how are you going to come up with a plan? I, I'm pretty good with money. I can't come up with a plan. This is what Luke does. Yep. Let Luke come up with a plan. And he doesn't just say, uh, here's what we're going to do. He's like, no, here's... Here's what we think we should do, and you still get to decide. It's all up to you, yep. Because when you call Luke, he will make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRAS.TC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Oh man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's into a geek or we're turning into cool guys so i i, I had some geeks lined up i had uh you look uh, really pained over the selection <sighs> you okay i'm not okay um <laughs> i i was i was gonna hug it up i was gonna go all over bob huggins and you know what oh fuck that guy a Total disaster and disgrace he was and then my man jack contacts me and says don't forget 10 o'clock is when Michigan State football season ticket holders can buy their tickets at Ford Field for the Penn State game. Uh, Yesterday, I got a pre-sale code. I was like, okay, great. I called. I said, well, okay, it's a pre-sale code, but they go on sale tomorrow, so can I buy them today with the code? They say, no, 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 the pre-sale is so you can register for the sale. I said, well, that doesn't really make it a pre-sale. I said, okay, I don't know. We didn't really come up with this terminology. I said, okay, that's fine. We're, we're going to get the lingo straight. And I said, but... Here's the thing. It says it's Ticketmaster, and Ticketmaster is some of the worst vultures in the world. Mm-hmm. Am I going to pay a lot of juice on these tickets? They said, no, no, it's going to be nominal, you know, like five bucks like you'd normally pay for us. I said, great. So even then I kind of gap. I'm trying to get ready for the show, get over here. My man says, don't forget uh, about the pre I'm like, great. So I log on. I go through it all. It's like, you know, tickets are being snatched out of the basket as I put them in. So finally I get my tickets and I punch through, and you're on the seven-minute countdown. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So I go to rack you 10 because I want to get my 3% back. For oh, my but, but anyways, I give up on that, and I just hit it. <laughs> I hit it. The tickets, six tickets, because I have six tickets, okay. 50 bucks each. Oh, that's $300. All right. What are the fees? With $5 juice, right? Or maybe, maybe even $5 each, which would still be obnoxious, but not $398. I paid... A 25% premium to purchase tickets to a game for which I'd already purchased tickets <coughs> to go see a game where I don't want to go see a game. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What do you mean you already bought tickets with your season tickets? Yeah, they come with my season tickets you, after I bought you these don't tickets. get that refunded? Yeah, or they don't even apply that? I did. I oh, did. Okay. But then they didn't just flip them in and say, well, we got you six tickets in Ford well, that's Field. That's what they should do. That's the obvious thing, right? No, no. I got to go buy them. And I got to go through this portal. And I got to be on my toes. Now, I think my tickets are going to be better tickets than the ones I normally have. But but I'm paying, I'm paying a premium. I already pay a, a little extra mm-hmm. for, um, you know, to have your tickets 
printed and sent to you. Oh yeah. Uh, well, now I'm paying. 25% not to have my tickets printed and sent to me because all <laughs> you get them digitally. Yeah, all Ticketmaster does is sends you a mobile ticket. So I'm jammed because I I lose a chance to party in East Lansing. I'm screwed because, you know, being a bit of a entrepreneurial cat, I can't sell parking at my beautiful oh, right. spots yeah, yeah, yeah. before the game and people will want to go see Penn State because the Nittany Lions travel very well. And now I, I Listen, listen. (laughs) Michigan State Athletics has got to stop screwing us. And now they're partnering with Ticketmaster? That's like saying... Wait, don't they use Ticketmaster? No, you go through... I guess they they do it all through through the athletic department. department. Yeah, Yeah. so so this is where I want to... I could easily say, so Michigan State Athletics and Ticketmaster, you are Geeky Week. But I should also tell you that the Free Press won our FOIA lawsuit, Freedom of Information Against Michigan State, for refusing to provide Mel Tucker's contract. And so I think that's known and that's reported, but here's what people don't know, that we were awarded legal fees somewhere in the $70,000 to $80,000 range. So great job, folks. Way to go letting the... Big Ten steamroll you into that. I'm glad we're going to have a premier game and Friday night uh, before Thanksgiving is great. But now I'm paying a a huge vig to get tickets that I already had. Not to mention all the hoops you have to jump through with pre-sale and yeah. And if I spaced out and I can't wherever I am, I I got maybe I got Derek St. Holmes' phone and so I can't get a connection (laughs) to buy my tickets. Then I'm going to be, you know. So as much as it pains me to say it. Oh, no, say it. Say it loud and proud. Michigan State Spartans, you and Jim Harbaugh are my geeks of the week. What did Harbs do? He didn't do anything. Just being is enough. (laughs) God, he's really under your skin. He's in my head! Rent free! He's in your ass rent free. Thank God for that, Niall. You heard a lot about Benjamin Orr Mm -hmm. in our conversation with Derek St. James. What a weird connection from Ted Nugent to the Cars. I just don't... Yeah, well, he's played with everybody. We didn't even mention Whitfield um, St. Holmes. Yeah, no, I mean, and Derek from uh, Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah no. He, so if we go through it real quick, he he uh, Derek played with um, played with Brad Whitfield from Aerosmith. Whitford. For, mm-hmm. Oh, Whitford. Sorry, I. I think when, I messed it up too. When I first saw, I thought, wait a minute, he played with the guy from the from the West Wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> shut up. That's probably yeah. why I messed it up. Yeah, yeah. It's different, different Brad Whitford. So he plays Whitfield St. Holmes. Then he plays with Michael Shanker from from Scorpions, yep. you know. And I don't think the Scorpions get there. Do I love the Scorpions? Um, then you know his solo work, Pat Travers. Everybody, do, I mean, it's it's a pretty impressive career. Well, I would love to play some Benjamin Orr cars for you today, but Sean, oh, it's one of the few new wave acts that Sean likes, and Sean. Cannot be with us today because he had to make an appointment before he flies out to Vegas to watch the Pistons Summer League. So we are going to put 
the cars and Benjamin Orr on hold. And you know, it, it, you were right too, Mark. Some of these big cars hits, everybody's thinking Rick Ocasek, Rick Ocasek, Rick Ocasek, Rick Ocasek, Rick Ocasek, and it, Benjamin Orr. And I think it, you know, the, I think a lot of it has to do with his look and MTV. I think. Right, and the videos, but I think the other thing is... And Ted's had to do with him being on every single album cover. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, you know, talk about a dynamic guy, you know. I, sure. I'm sure there's rarely a photo of Ted Nugent taken in repose, so they're just like, okay, this is the guy. But I think one of the big things with the cars was Rick Ocasek was such an unusual-looking gentleman... Yep who was married to this amazing supermodel that I think that just captured everybody's imagination. And so with the other stuff, it's like, yeah, Rick Ocasek in the cars. It's like, no, 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 not quite right. So I have a great cars tune sang, sung by Benjamin Orr that we're going to play next week. But this week, Michael says, couple things. Next time you exalt the bass prowess of Andy Taylor, or excuse me, John Taylor, Andy Rourke, please remember Bruce Thomas and play Shabby Doll from Declan McManus's Imperial Bedroom in an upcoming Room 7609. Well, we will, and we shall. And so here it is, Shabby Doll. Giving you more of what for Always worked for me before Now I'm a Shabby Doll What's going on behind the green elevator door? With just a shabby dog There's a hit man facing A compromising situation With just a shabby dog And a very neat line In character assassination She's just a shabby dog Oh, 
Damn, Bruce breaking it down at the end. So Bruce Thomas, the bass player for the attractions, has a uh, a website, brucethomas.co.uk. And he's got some interesting stuff on here. So he's mainly played with Elvis Costello in the attractions, but he's also played with Paul McCartney and Suzanne Vega, Billy Bragg, The Pretenders, Madness, um, and some other stuff. But... uh, <laughs> Listen to this. My latest book, Rough Notes, is both autobiography and cultural history, covering my entire career in music, and also includes many of the events, some previously unknown, about my 20 years on and off as an attraction. Fighting Spirit is my best selling book and is widely recognized as the definitive biography about the martial arts star Bruce Lee. Oh, wow. The original book took four years to research in the UK, US, Australia, and China, drawing from over 1,500 sources. It's currently in its third completely revised and rewritten version, which took a further year to write. So, uh, I'll see all that time with the attractions, gave him the money and the freedom to write a book on Bruce Lee, whatever. Sounds like he's got a pretty big attraction of Bruce Lee. Uh, He says he trained in the Wing Chun style of Kung Fu. Bruce Thomas or uh, Bruce Thomas, okay. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, pretty good bass. But I think the style. I don't quite get that that funky groove that I get from from uh, Andy Rourke and from John Taylor. But definitely some high quality work on the four string. Although you can also get them in five strings. But anyways, <laughs> thank you, Michael, for that suggestion. Michael also. Let us know that our Venmo is working. And oh, it is. You should know when you hit the donate button for Venmo, it will come up as Daisy House LLC. So if you see Daisy House LLC and you would like to make a donation, 
please move forward with alacrity and generosity. That's just a weird Venmo thing. It gets to us, and we appreciate it. And Room 7609 is brought to you by the Cadu Cafe. To find out what's going on at the Cadu Cafe, go to cadjucafe.com. They have one of the latest kitchens on the east side, open till midnight most nights, 10 o'clock on Sundays. Monday is Muscle Madness, all-you-can-eat muscles. It's also an open blues jam. There's karaoke on Wednesday, sold out this Thursday for the Rodriguez 81st birthday celebration. Do not come unless you have a ticket, but on Friday, the Reeferman will be there. Saturday, Summertime Heater, Hillbilly Knife Fight, Blood Run Sigle, Rune Sigle, something like that. Uh, one more time. <laughs> Blood Rune Sigle. I have no idea what that means, but when you meet the typo. band, you can ask them, and the Oscar Goldman Overdrive will be there. Now, Oscar Goldman, I'm assuming that's a play on the $6 million man's boss, Oscar Goldman. Oh, okay. Remember him from I Steve don't. Austin? Oh, God. No, 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 no. <sighs> Sunday is the shakeups. No, I think that's Caddyshack, but uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I was, <laughs> I, I was trying to do. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Cadu Cafe, great music indoors and outdoors. My absolute favorite place to drink a beer in Detroit is the garage bar at the Cadu Cafe. So hopefully you will see me out there before the summer is over. We appreciate the Cadu Cafe supporting the show. And we also support Margaret, who supported the show by trying to make a donation on Venmo. Didn't go through. It didn't work? But she went ahead and made Man. one on PayPal and said, Venmo doesn't work, but this does. Oh, cool. And sent us some money. So look at that. That's Mar what I was trying to do. Margaret lifting <laughs> the heavy load of supporting this show. And she's also joined... In the same way that Steve Austin was joined by Jamie Summers, we just have a little gender reversal here, by Francis J. Fox, who says, Rock the kilt, brother. I own a tartan-colored kilt, a black rabbit fur sporin, and don't forget the high-knee socks with flashers. And he sent that little... Why didn't you wear the kilt in today? ...personal note along with a little dough. I did wear the kilt on Saturday. Oh, you did? It went very well. Party. Yep, and I did have the uh, the knee socks and the flashers along with my uh, Union Jack. What are the, what are the, what's uh, a flasher? I dare to it's, ask. It's a little strip of cloth that matches the tartan of the kilt oh, okay. that you wear. Good enough. Rolled under the sock. Okay. And I was on the uh, I was out there in my uh, Union Jack docks, and I will be I think wearing the kilt on June June excuse me July twenty first. When the Smiths United go to the Cadu Cafe. So get tickets. I'll be there. And I think we're going to have the boys in before the show to talk a little bit nice. about life as uh, as uh, faux Morrissey and faux Andy Rourke. In fact, the closest we have to Andy Rourke since he is dearly departed. So, uh, so please, if you'd like to donate, Mark will tell you how easy it is. It seems complicated. Even our new system seems complicated. But as we've just told you, you can overcome these hurdles we've put before you. MLSoloDetroit.com toolbar right at the top. You can click PayPal or Venmo, whatever you prefer. Speaking of toolbars, Sean is not with us. He will be back next week, and we're going to play the cars, and he's still going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that new wave music. <laughs> he would have hated He would have hated everything. <sighs> I, I actually think getting Derek and Sean to talk about Ted's politics could have been fascinating because I think Derek probably aligns closer to Sean than Ted but I suspect 
Derek would have defended hmm. Ted to Sean, which would have been would have been. I'll de- I'll def- look. I'll defend Ted to Sean. Oh no, hey, listen. Uh, it, t- you know, I he, think Sean would agree. Yeah, he's entitled to his opinion. Sean would just. Yeah, I don't, speak, I don't want to speak for Sean. And maybe this was something I shouldn't have said when I was running for office, but I really don't care how you vote. I just want you to vote, and I want you to pay a little attention to what's going on before you go and cast your ballot. And for people out there who kind of feel that they're being hoodwinked or they're being misled or whatever, anybody who has any interest in Ted Nugent whatsoever has no question in their mind about where he's coming from and what yeah, he stands for and what he believes in. And you can take him or leave him, but you get what you get with Ted Nugent, and that's no debate. So, uh, going to the mailbag, which we... That didn't sound good. Uh, if you don't mind sending us a note at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com, we appreciate your feedback. Dave says, I've really been enjoying the banter and smart assery between ML and Sean lately. Mark keeps the boys in check as the sane mediator in the mix, possibly just like with the kids at home. It's quite the gumbo, but it works splendidly. Sean's Mazaway roll with his random input that I'm sure wrinkle the foreheads <laughs> in the room continues to entertain. Five head for Sean. By the way, your hair looks great, Sean. How about some edibles during the show for Sean, oh, a la wow. Maz, at Woodward Sports? Keep it up. Love the show. So thanks, David. So Maz, Maz um, got high for the first time on his show on, on Woodward Sports. Yeah. Um, I, I think Sean's done that before. He's just done with it, if that makes sense. He lives in Ann Arbor. When he opens his window, he gets oh, a contact stop. buzz. There's no that question about that. Technically, isn't he outside the city limits? Uh, I think he's in unincorporated Washtenaw County. That's where they they Sio Township. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he is in Ann Arbor proper. Is he okay? I think so. I think so. I'm, I'm not sure. I every time I go out there, I have to wait for the carriages to cross the road so I can proceed to his estate where he's uh, where he's growing several very fine white wines. Um, people didn't really know that, but there's one thing I, I got to tell you about um, when I think about. Uh, uh, Maz getting high. I, I heard that. I watched that, and I noticed <laughs> another gentleman there partaking of the oh, hippie yeah? lettuce, a Mr. Ryan Armani, and he did get he he blazed a little, didn't he? I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know if he did. I don't know if he did or not. When I watched it, I seemed to think he was. I don't know if partaking. I could tell if Ryan was was high or not. He's always such a happy goofball. Yeah, I know, and he is. He is. He's. I like love that guy. A human he's, Labrador. I mean, he's. Yeah, he's human a, Labrador. He's a, a wonderful guy. Uh, <laughs> loves to chase the ball. Will jump up on your lap, even though he's too big to be a lap dog. So great. But great guy. Really, really good guy. <laughs> But it seemed to me, if he wasn't high, he was seemed like he was getting high. And I seem to remember thinking of a certain general manager at Fox who's like, I don't like people, you know, our people looking kind of silly. And this was after we basically had the kibosh put on our Favorite Things oh, yeah. uh, episode or after our Favorite Things episode aired. And when uh, when Derek was talking about Rick Emmett from Triumph, and I was thinking, oh, well, my guilty pleasure was Canadian metal. And, and I thought, I wonder what he thought if he saw Ryan with all these knuckleheads getting high and laughing and playing the fool. And I thought, well, it doesn't really matter. That's ancient history. But uh, it does seem ridiculous how things have changed over there. 
I think, that's all I'm going to say. I think the only thing that's changed is, so as good. usual, the person who says they're the smartest in the room realizes they're not isn't no no they never uh, realize it no it's a declaration made with great confidence unshakable confidence but uh but it is what it is so anyways great to hear from you dave please write us please listen to us please share the show please rate us even if you hate us five stars is appreciated then you can say whatever you want after that an email just came in oh uh, do you want to reply i don't know if you saw it or not i, you want to I have not i've been uh so this is totally cold. It's a very negative email towards you in your last column. But I and the reason I bring it up is because what was my last column? Bob Carmack, which was oh! also which was also our last episode. Which yeah, was, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, it, it Bob's hit, a fascinating guy. Hit one thirty two in the ratings. We uh, we debuted higher than the Washington Post's uh, website. So we are a hyper local show, but we have a great audience, so we can go up against the big boys. So I know you like being prepared, but I'll, I'll just I'll read it to you if you want to reply. No, I'm ready. I'm ready to okay. rock. If you if you want to reply to each question on here, let me know. Okay. This is from Ted. He said in his Bob Carmack column was ML trying to tamper with the jury pool. No. Why else would ML pretend high school dropout? Okay. Carmack is some fat cat. Omit he's dying of cancer. And omit Mike Duggan steered his mistress and now wife millions of dollars of incalculable use of city staff and resources. Oh, so they think this was a let's get Bob Carmack episode that we did. I thought we were pretty fair with Bob and maybe even gave him some good advice like hire a lawyer. Yeah. And then Duggan had his two. Oh, by the way, I'll also tell you here's so don't 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 take it from me. Um, let me tell you what Bob said about that episode. The the uh, supposed victim of our our untrammeled attack on uh, on Bob Carmack. Uh, I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. I, I think this. this he said, oh, here's what he said about the column. Great article. Everyone likes it. Everyone not named Ted. Uh, I think Ted is more anti-Duggan than anything in reading the rest of the email because he said uh, Duggan uh, had his two top consigliaries try to cover it up. That's with the whole email deal, which it is amazing to me that that kind of went nowhere. Um, and what about Mike Duggan, quote-unquote, accidentally leaking a government rat's name to staff, which, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of whatabouts in here, but I don't know how you would put it all in a column about Bob Carmack. Uh, I don't know why I'm answering your question. If, if if we were to discuss or address every single issue involving Bob Carmack, I would have produced something on the size of the Encyclopedia Britannica. The man's endeavors and his legal complications run into the uh, page length that would decimate the Amazon forest. I mean, he's involved in everything. So we tried to focus on the criminal case facing bob and um you know i i mean how fair was it well let's put it this way the guy that ted thinks got massacred thought both the interview and the column were great now maybe he just liked seeing his name repeated over and over again but for a guy who is ted woods imply is unsophisticated and of little means well we did disclose that bob had a million dollar land deal but Bob is known for driving Corvettes, for driving his big SUV. Bob does okay. Bob takes care of a lot of people. So I don't think we need to worry about Bob being destitute. What we're concerned about, regardless of 
who did what is that Bob gets a fair trial. And in this country, if you don't have a lawyer, you are not going to get a fair trial. And so Bob needs to get a lawyer. I've since been told he will probably have a lawyer appointed to sit by his side mm-hmm. throughout the case. Still got to listen to him. But you have to listen to him. Right. Uh, Ted continues. He oh, says, Ted's got uh, more. We all, yeah, we all know high-level politicians aren't vindictive psychopaths who would abuse their boundaries and also have their party and bar association pals crush their foes. That is a conspiracy? No, that is human nature and power, which, unfortunately, yeah, that kind of is human nature and power. It's a conspiracy only when there's a crime. Well, Mike Duggan has made no bones about trying to get Bob Carmack stitched up. Not, he says it's not on the land deal, but on, you know, harassing him, following him around. And I did a piece at Fox 2 where we showed that Bob Carmack tried to use attorney Todd Flood as an intermediary Mm -hmm. to try and broker some sort of truce with Mayor Duggan. And I put Mayor Duggan on camera and said, what were you thinking trying to make this basically kind of low down and down low, let me say that, deal? And he said, I was trying to get evidence on Bob Carmack because I thought he should be charged with a crime. Hmm. So, Hmm. you know, if anybody is here, and I, I realize that story aired four years ago or more and that, that, that Ted or Theodore Edward or whatever he likes to be called is not up on the full canon of ML investigations and reportages. So I don't well, expect I mean, everybody to know everything, but right, I'm just yeah. telling you, if you think that I, I've reported more on Bob's ups and downs and legal wranglings than anybody else in this city. And, uh, and some of what Ted says has not been proven. And that doesn't mean we're covering it up. It means it might not be true. He ends it with this. Oh. ML, wear knee pads the next time you want to audition to be Governor Duggan's press secretary. That's just a funny line. Governor Duggan. Yeah. And he okay. said, I love the podcast, buddy, Ted. <laughs> well, no, I, that's fine. I mean, At least the end is strong. We agree on one thing, Ted. <laughs> that's fair. I love. You had questions about your column. Yeah, no, no, and, and and listen, we we want people to bring it. You know, this is not this is not a show where we try and soft pedal anything. This is not. It's also not a show where we bring people on just to strip them down and humiliate them. But we challenge people, and we expect to be challenged. And some of Ted's points we've responded to. But there's just one overall thing that I, I need to tell people, and we've said it a few times, but it, it bears repeating. There have been a lot of things said about Mayor Duggan. And some of them have been true, and I've been one of the people who've reported them. And a lot of them are either not true or have not been confirmed, and people keep yelling about them. And the fact that I don't join the chorus just means it hasn't been proven, it isn't true, or it hasn't been proven yet. So if you want to find out if some of this shit's true, keep listening, keep reading, because if it is, we'll report it. But until then... We're going to stick to only reporting the facts if that's okay with everybody because there's so many people out there blowing smoke. We got enough smoke around here from Canada for the last month that you don't need us adding to the conflagration. So, Ted, thank you. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. All right. Yeah. So, um, 
So this is the part of the show where we turn to Sean and say what's going up with uh, what's going on with uh, Carlos and Sean, and he says nothing. Nothing. And so we've covered that. Uh, and then he goes on to tell us what's really going on, and that takes quite a bit of time. But I think we're going to stick with the nothing. So uh, so that's it for me, Mark. It's good to see you again. Any, anything else we need to I got nothing. As always. Do you want to go to that Penn State game? God, no. But I'll watch it on TV. Why would I want to go to that game on Black Friday? <sighs> oh, I'll, getting I'll be, I'll be girding. No, I'll be girding my loins for that Saturday at noon. What's I, going on? I, is that a kilt joke? The girding of loins? Is that? Uh, well, that's. I mean, that's what they did. They girded it up, so they held everything in place. Is that what? You know, no, that's what is? that's. Yeah, that's what that saying comes from. Is it short for girdle? Yeah, yeah, they would. They would twist their tunics around so the, their junk wouldn't be hanging, and so it'd be all nicely compact for battle. Wow, that's. Uh, I don't even like the entomology of phrases oh no that's that's fascinating that's the harvard of the west i like it Uh, i I do think before the game we will probably have sort of an unofficial spartan tailgate eastern market at thomas mcgee's so if anybody wants to join me before the game we'll be talking sounds way more fun than the game a little closer to the game well this will be the warmest penn state michigan this will be the best weather right that's that's for sure but uh, but now we'll be back next week. We have some great guests coming up. We have um, uh, we have an author coming up who's known for his true crime work, who wrote some fiction that's fantastic. We'll be talking about that. That's a book I read over my summer vacation. So we'll be having our first ever Soul of Detroit book club and some other great stuff. But the only way you're going to know is to come and listen to it and maybe... Follow me on Twitter, at Elric. Follow me on Facebook, ML Elric. Please subscribe to the Free Press to support our work, good or bad. It's, uh, it's worthy, and it's 99 cents a month, something ridiculous like that. So come on and bring it. And until next week, Mark, unless, uh, unless the kids are coming back to do uh, some green room shit with uh, Charlotte, and uh, I understand the after party is the party that you want to be involved in. better not. To. They better be home. Doing menial. I don't know. I set him outside and told him to go home. Okay. Ungirded. <laughs> but we will. Uh, we will see you next week. We are girls. I mean, I, I'm, I'm already. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. Girded. One more I think thing. That's on this. Where, now, now you have me totally questioning whether or not that's where it came from. I, I don't know, but I, I just, I just have to do Geek of the Week Part Two. I'm looking at my tickets when I bought them. Did you get them? I did, but when I bought them, they showed being on the 50 yard line. They're in the corner. Which corner? Because one of the corners is the student section. Cyrus takes off. Can you dig that? I can't work under these conditions. Can you dig it? I gotta fight it out. Where are you going with this? I'm gonna stand this thing on his head. Plan has changed. I need you to suit up. Good plan. How'd you figure it out? Go, go, go. Oh, I tried to imagine a fellow smarter than myself. And then I tried to think, what would MLL Rick do?